This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello there. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You guys, I am so excited to be back on the podcast. I feel like I've been really sporadic here, and it's because I have. (laughs) I have been. Um, More on that in a second. Let me tell you what we're going to cover here in this episode. We are talking about the microbook method, which is the five essential stories you absolutely must have in your book in order to form those core authority emotions that we talked about in the last solo episode. So just quick recap, if you didn't listen to that one, it is a good one because we talk about the three big rules, B-I-G is an acronym for microbook magic. And just to recap, big is B is you want it to be bite-sized, so you want to make it short. I is individualized, you want to make it niche. And then G is gravitational, you want to activate the core authority emotions to pull the reader back to you. So with that G portion, that gravitational, those core authority emotions, I shared them with you. They are triggers, right? It's credibility, inspiration, likability, connection, and encouragement. Those are five core triggers that your book absolutely must have because when you have them, it combines to automatically paint you as the thought leader, the authority, the leader, the person that the reader wants to follow beyond the book, right? The the person that they want to work with, they want to connect with, they want to be part of their tribe. So how do you actually activate those triggers, you do it through stories. You do it through storytelling, but you do it through specific stories. So that's what we're talking about in this episode, because everything that I teach with my clients and the core of my new book, Author Entrepreneur, is all about that microbook method. And it, it, it it's just like an essential. And by the way, I want to point out that if you have more than five stories you're telling in your book, amazing. Bravo. Like maybe you already have an almost complete manuscript. This episode is great for you too, because you can kind of go back through the stories that you're telling. Make sure that you have these five ones that I spell out for you. So before we jump into that, I just want to apologize. I feel super rusty. Like I'm going to be totally honest. I tried to record this. This is like my sixth go around. I've deleted it and then come back. And um, because I'm kind of jumping over my words. I'm stuttering a little bit because I've been away. And I share this with you because I want to give you permission, the same permission that I've given myself. Because my first go around, I didn't give myself this permission. And that is to just like go dark on the things that I could go dark on, the things that didn't really matter long term. So what I mean is, is like, of course, in my business, I've been taking care of my clients and I've been attentive to them. And of course, in my personal life, I've been attentive to my son and my family and and I've been trying to take care of myself. But, you know, it's always hard when we're juggling all the things. But uh, with the other things like the peripherals uh, for me, that is Instagram primarily like that, that takes away a lot of my creative energy 
when I'm on there and other social medias. And then, um, and then of course, you know, this podcast, of course, I love doing this podcast, but it's, you know, it's, it's draining some creativity for me, some of that mental energy and also my newsletter. So for myself, I told myself, you know what, Jessica, focus on the book. Those things, get rid of them for now. Like don't focus on them. Focus on your book. Cause in the long run, you can help more people with your book. There's so much more leverage that happens with a book, right? And it, and I always say this, right? You go deep with your book. You go deep with your message. And it's allowed me to create this tunnel vision and this focus that I didn't have the first go around with She Creates the Way that I had for Author Entrepreneur when I was writing the manuscript. And again, I, I think I mentioned how fast I was able to write this book. Like I said, it took six weeks. It really took more like 12 because I was kind of tinkering and tweaking for six weeks as well. But still, finishing a whole manuscript in 12 weeks, it's like crazy status here. Way different than my 18 months, the first go around. So if, you know, when I'm working with my clients and they are telling me they have so much stuff going on and they don't have any energy to devote to writing and they're not feeling focused, I always sit down with them and I say, what can we take off your plate? Like, what can we get out of the road for you? There's a roadblock here. What are the things that we can take off, right? So I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to go dark on social media if you need to. Don't feel the need to be super active on there while you're focusing on your book because you can always come back to it. And that's what I'm kind of getting back into now. Of course, I'm getting back into this podcast, getting back into my newsletters because I like doing these things. But, you know, having the energy to do all the things is impossible. So just knowing where you're going to devote things is really important. So I digress. <laughs> Let's get back to the topic at hand here. Let's get back to the micro book method. So I'm actually looking at my book manuscript right now as I talk. I'm taking everything that I'm telling you directly from this book. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hold anything back here. I'm literally going to tell you everything that I share in the book. But if you want to have a an actual paper version or ebook version of what we talk about, of course, pick up Author Entrepreneur. Depending on when you're listening to this, it is being released in mid-April. And and yeah, I'd love if you picked up a copy because we talk all about this stuff. So like I mentioned, you want the five essential stories. Now, I do need to point out here, sometimes women tell me they don't want to share stories. Like they're, they want to share the steps, they want to share the strategies, but they don't feel that I need the need to divulge beyond that. And here's what I always tell them. Like facts tell, but stories sell. There's a reason why all the chapters in my own book start with a story before diving into strategies that's not by accident. This is intentionally strategic. And I teach this to my clients when they're writing the type of book that I advocate for, which is lead with story, back it up with strategy, because we love stories. Like as humans, that's what we latch onto. That's what we're hardwired to connect with, right? Like the same way our ancestors sat around the fireplace for hundreds of years, circled around this fire where they would share tales of the past and stories about their day. So here's the thing when it comes to stories is you need those stories to activate those triggers. And those triggers 
is what is going to walk the reader back to you. That's where you get that gravitational pull. So let's talk about those five stories, because when you look at these five stories and you align them with your book, you're essentially taking these five stories and you're turning them into chapters. You're starting the chapter with each of these stories, and then you're kind of going into the strategies after that. But the fact that you are writing an entire foundational book for your business, one that's going to catapult your business and create the connection and authority that you want in only five chapters. I mean, that's a big deal, right? So that's one of the reasons why I came up with this micro book method so that you could know as the author that you don't need a super long book, that it can be accomplished in just five chapters or more. Again, it doesn't have to be just five chapters, but it can be. It can be. So let's talk about the first chapter, chapter one, and this is the first story of the microbook method, and that is your origin story. So what the origin story triggers is that credibility, right? We talked about the credibility. So what your origin story is, is it tells the reader how you came to be in your business, right? This can be a single light bulb experience or a cumulative thing, and it's really the why, what, and how you got started in doing what you're doing in your industry. It's not a biography of you as a whole. It's really just why your business service and offerings exist, and you want your origin story to reflect that. So you can ask yourself a few questions when you're trying to get clear on your origin story. Like, how did you get to where you are in business? Did you have a single experience? Why do you do what you do in this industry? And to share with you guys, what I shared in Author Entrepreneur, my origin stories, I basically talked about how I had written a book and I had published my book and it was amazing. And then I had my miscarriage. You know this story already, right? I had my miscarriage. It was devastating. And then I realized I needed to shut down my business. And then I had to start from scratch. And then that book helped me build a business from scratch. So because of that, that's my origin story. Like that's the whole reason why I'm in this industry, why I love books. It was because of that. Yes, it was something terrible, but that's the origins of how it came to be. And your readers want to hear the same thing. So that's the origin story. Now, I think it's really important here because the the next story here, which is chapter two, is going to be your epiphany bridge. Your epiphany bridge. And what your epiphany bridge does that the origin story doesn't do is that it goes deeper into point A to point B, right? Because your reader, a lot of times your reader can look at your origin story and think, okay, well, I'm not her, she's not me, and we don't connect on the same level. And like, what if I have to face this obstacle? And that's where your epiphany bridge comes in. So the epiphany bridge really goes deeper into the emotional ties uh, why you are doing the exact strategies that you're doing in your business. So the origin story talks about how you got in your industry. The epiphany bridge talks about why you teach your own strategies. Does that make sense? So uh, to give you guys an example, when I talk about in my book, you know my origin story. So my epiphany bridge is... I wanted to write author entrepreneur. I wanted to write the book, but I was taking care of a child with multiple anaphylactic food allergies. I had no time. I was full stress. And even though I wanted to write a book and I knew the importance of writing a book, I I had to figure out a new way to get there. And that's why this Epiphany Bridge is so great because you can share new methods and new avenues for your reader to accomplish what they want to accomplish in your unique pathway. So 
I talk about in my book how, okay, I had to be able to overcome this time hurdle, this stress hurdle, and that's how I created my microbook method. And gosh, I feel like this is so meta right now. Like I'm talking about my book and I'm talking about this on the podcast and yeah, it's strange, but you're understanding the gist of what I'm saying here, right? Like that was my obstacle and that was the epiphany I had was that I could create a new way to get books done and I did and I am and I'm embodying all of this. And if I can do it, so can you. That's what I want the reader to know. So when you're thinking about your epiphany bridge for your business and your book, you want to kind of ask yourself, what was the thing related to my business that I really wanted to attain? And what was stopping me from getting there? And how was I able to get over the obstacle? What was the epiphany that I had and the new opportunity that led to my success? Okay chugging right along here. Chapter three or story three in the microbook method is sharing a relatable funny. And the reason why this is important is because it triggers likability. And this story doesn't have to necessarily pertain to your business or your brand. It can be something that happened at a different portion of your life. But the key in this story is being able to present it in a way that it ties into your teachings and your strategies and your methods that you have within your book. So again, personal example here. In my book, I share for my Relatable Funny a story about when I worked on a cruise ship and I woke up to water on the floor in my cabin and I thought we were sinking and I screamed, you know, this is Titanic, we're going down. And then it turns out it was all because I had stolen an ice sculpture at like 2 a.m. after too many Mai Tais. I was totally embarrassed and this ice sculpture melted in my cabin. So when I woke up, I had forgotten that I had stolen it and my feet are in the water and I'm thinking, and there's no windows obviously in my little cabin. So I'm thinking, you know, my gosh, we're going down. And because of that, I had the worst thoughts, like my mind went to the worst place. And yes, it was it was not fun at the time, but it was hilarious when I thought about it later. And the reason why I brought this up as my relatable funny is because I wanted the reader to know, hey, if you don't know where you're going, like if you don't have a map ahead, if you can't see out your window, then your mind's going to go to the worst place, right? Like we're going to spiral if we don't see a step forward, if we don't see the framework, if we don't have light at the end of the tunnel, we get stuck in the darkness, right? So that was how I tied my relatable funny back to my teachings, because then everything I I talk about in this chapter after this is I talk about the framework for writing a book. I, I bring up a timeline for writing your manuscript and basically giving a ton of structure to something that feels so unstructurable (laughs) or, you know, uncertain, I guess is the better word. You know, when we're writing a book, it feels very uncertain. You feel like you're staring at a blank page and you're kind of scared. And that's why I want the reader to know that there is a better way. You can create structure. You can create a light at the end of your tunnel when you're writing a book if you have frameworks in place. So uh, again, who knew that a little uh, puddle from an ice sculpture could tie into this, but I was able to do it because the whole gist of that story was just knowing that our mind can take us to crazy places. So 
I want you to think about what's kind of something relatable you can share with your reader. Again, it doesn't have to necessarily tie into your business at all, but the takeaway can tie into your business. And the reason why I recommend that authors put a relatable funny in chapter three or in the middle of their book is because it kind of breaks things up. You know, a lot of people, depending on their writing, might always write serious. So forcing them to share something that feels a little bit more light is kind of nice because it breaks things up for the reader. And it just, you know, it makes it more relatable. Well, that's why it's called a relatable funny, but it makes it more likable from from the reader standpoint. Like, I like this girl. She's a little silly. She's funny because we're all a little silly. Let's be honest. So questions to ask yourself to get more clear on your relatable funny. So what relatable thing have I experienced that I think my reader might enjoy? Is there a personal story that I can weave into my book topic? How will I do this? And then what takeaway do I want the reader to have from this relatable funny? Okay, man, I knew this was going to be a longer podcast episode, but we are moving right along. A lot of good stuff here. So chapter four or your fourth story in the microbook method is a vulnerable share. And this is important because it triggers connection, right? This is the place to share something raw, real, authentic. You know, you might bring up something that's sensitive to you. You might open yourself up a little bit. And it's kind of similar into your relatable funny in that it doesn't maybe necessarily need to be about your book or 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 I'm sorry, about your business or your brand. It could be something else, but if the takeaway applies to the teachings, then it's totally applicable here. You know, vulnerable stuff, I'm going to be honest, for me is difficult. Like I'm, I don't like to open myself up to vulnerability, but I love Dr. Brene Brown. And one of my favorite quotes from her is, vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. So for you, your vulnerable share is immeasurably important because it's what truly makes you human. This story in particular is what will connect the reader to you, especially if she relates to your vulnerability. Now, again, just like Dr. Brene Brown points out, it's not being weak when you share something vulnerable. It's you're, you're being courageous. So here's some questions to ask yourself to get more clear on your vulnerable share. You can think, what is a struggle or obstacle that I experience that I can share with the reader? How will I tie this into my book's teachings and strategies? And what takeaway do I want the reader to have from this vulnerable share? Oh, and I didn't tell you my vulnerable share. So in this chapter, in chapter four, when I talked about my vulnerable share, I talked about waking up like at 3 a.m. the morning that I was releasing She Creates Away and just having just waves of anxiety. And I I totally felt so, uh, I don't want to say vulnerable, but I felt like really exposed. And I, I kept taking my mind, my mind kept taking me back to all of the failures that I had had in the past, like friends that had dissed me and you know, crushes that never called back and businesses that failed and like all the things that never worked out. I mean, we've all had things that haven't worked out, right? That's just failure as part of life. But it was like all those things came came rushing back to me and it was very emotional for me. It was very hard for me. And um I I I shared more about how the how difficult it is to feel exposed when you're releasing a book and and then kind of like how I overcame that. And then that chapter, the strategies in that chapter, I basically talk about 
you know, how you can put your best foot forward from the mindset standpoint, but also from a strategic standpoint when you're launching your book. Because again, just like when you're putting together your manuscript, you want to have frameworks, right? So it's the same thing with moving forward with your book launch. You want to have frameworks and structures and strategies in place. So I talk about how to assemble a launch team. I get into a best-selling book launch timeline and all, all this other good stuff. And then of course, the the good news at the end was that all of that silliness, negative talk that was going on in my mind was all for nothing because it ended up being a uh, a successful launch. And, you know, you know the end of that story. So let's get into chapter five, your final essential story within the microbook method within your book is to share a transformational tale. And that transformational tale trigger, triggers I told you I'm stumbling over my words here, guys. I'm a little rusty. So that transformational tale triggers encouragement, right? Now, the reason why this is shared last in the book is because when you're thinking about where your stories are in your book, you want something encouraging to be that final push to the reader so that she can look at either a story from you, like a personal before and after story, Um, or this transformational tale can also be from maybe one of your clients or customers. And it basically is showing the reader what's possible on the other side if she takes action on the strategies and teachings that you provided within your book. So for my transformation, why can't I say this word? What the heck? So for my tale, (laughs) my before and after tale, I I talked about... um, Um, sounds really silly, but creating a magic waffle recipe with my son with his 30 plus anaphylactic food allergies and feeling like I, you know, we created success with that. We created momentum with that. And then I talked about the transformation that I made through the course of writing my book, Author Entrepreneur, and, you know, the incredible journey that it brought me on and little lessons learned along the way. This was kind of a shorter story for me because I had gone deep on some of the other stories. So I didn't want this one to take away from the teachings as much. And you'll find that in your book, you're going to have the same thing. Like some stories are really elaborate and drawn out. I don't want to say drawn out, but elaborate and just more in depth, I guess. And some of them are just a little bit more surface level. And that's totally okay. That's actually good because I think the ebb and flow is you don't want them to be monotonous and all the same because then they feel repetitive to the reader. So you actually want them to to be a little bit different. And for me, this final chapter, I'd already given so much throughout the book that for me, just sharing this one little short story felt like enough for me. So here's a few questions to ask yourself to get more clear on your transformational tale. So what story can I share that will encourage the reader to take action and follow my pathway? How can I bring the reader to the other side to show her what it feels like to have the desired outcome? And if I don't have a personal transformational tale, is there a client, customer, or industry expert story that I can share? 
So let's recap these five essential stories in the micro book method and the triggers that they trigger or the emotions that they trigger along the way. So chapter one is your origin story, which triggers credibility. Chapter two is your epiphany bridge, which triggers inspiration. Chapter three is your relatable funny, which triggers likability. And chapter four is vulnerable share, which triggers connection. Finally, chapter five is your transformational tale, which triggers encouragement. Now, when you have these all together, it provides a simple and straightforward path to creating your essential stories for your book and you are off to the races, right? Because once you have your stories, then you're just diving into your strategies and teachings. And I think we'll save that one for another episode. And it's also in the book. I hope I didn't plug my book too much, you guys, but I'm really excited about it. Can you tell? Okay, we are going to call it a shot, call it a end to this episode. I told you I was rusty. <laughs> Please forgive me. I, I I hope this was useful for you. And if nothing else, just know that you showing up and sharing the things that you've gone through in your business and in your life, they mean something. And there is someone out there that is going to benefit from them. And when you share your stories and your strategies with the world, you have the opportunity to change someone's life. That's the reason why I always say what I always say at the end of these podcast episodes, and I'm going to say it right now, because when you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free jumpstart your journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the author entrepreneur podcast. Mm-hmm.